Hey everybody, welcome into the Letterman Lounge at Roosters on Olentangy River Road, Columbus, Ohio, the greatest city in the world. Five practices already in the bank for Ohio State as training camp gets rolling. The full pads go on tomorrow, so real football with Jay-Z we've been talking about. We actually get to talk about football instead of talking about talking about football. Uh, that's Cardale Jones, a couple quarterbacks over there. They can talk about what happened in that softball game a month ago. Haven't had a chance to catch up on the trash talk. Uh, that's true. Jay-Z, Nicole Cox, Jeremy Birmingham, I am Austin Ward. So, Got a week into it, and the full pads come on tomorrow. I know that's what quarterbacks are most looking forward to <laughs> when you get in, yeah. get into the hitting. I always love putting the pads on. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> you guys still didn't get in. No, well, 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 hold on, hold on. back in my back in my day, we got hit. You were, oh, I was I was live until you were, were you live? Last, you were the tackling dummy. Oh. you were the like the the designated tackling dummy for pretty, the quarterbacks. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. I was live with only. Four offensive linemen. What? Playing eleven on ten, and I was live. So, wow. yeah. Tell the, pe- feel, tell the people at home you're short. Who were the four offensive linemen? I can't remember. It was 20- probably not all the concussions. <laughs> what was this? What was this? <laughs> well, it was twenty twelve. Twenty twelve when we were on probation and had a lot of scholarships, things like that. So you know, one or two guys get hurt in a certain position. You're like, oh my god. You know, we actually that year we didn't have a lot of guys to practice just because of the fear of a tweak or something like that because you you lose limited on scholarship, limited guys to plant. And we had two offensive linemen go down that week. <laughs> and it was a Tuesday practice, which is the toughest practice of the week. And bloody Tuesday. Bloody yeah. Tuesday. That's what they started yes. calling it. Yeah, we had one we had one guy get banged up. He got in a mop up dude. He got banged up. I think he like like tweaked his ankle or something like that, but he was, you know, week to week type thing. And then we had another guy we would practice on Sundays where the younger guys used to go at it. And that year also, every Sunday practice, it was like, you know how Sunday practice are. After Saturday after the game, it's kind of like a walkthrough, touch up on some things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's come out with your helmets. No, coach used to go. Coach Mike used to go. Hey, young guys, bring your bring your shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. Bring your shoulder pads. <laughs> like bowl practice. Oh, for sure, mm-hmm. exactly. So we go out there with the team, and then when the team get done, the starters, you know, they go in. Hey, young guys, go put the shoulder pads on. So we in shoulder pads, helmet, shorts, <laughs> and it would be full on eleven on eleven. Go, and so many guys got hurt that year from blowing ACLs, Achilles, and all type of stuff. We used to tackle. Try to stay up, stay up. But we used to tackle clearly mm-hmm. oh, because yeah. you know these you're guys. Going, if you're going at it. Exactly. You know, we just played – well, they just played the day before, and now, you know, we, we want to get some action. And uh, one of the linemen had got hurt in that period. So, come around to Tuesday, it's time to go at it. It's only four guys healthy. <laughs> you know? Oh, let's go. We got to go. <laughs> He's bigger than most of the D-line that's yeah. coming at him anyway. <laughs> He's so, big I mean, enough he doesn't – It's not good to well, twist it. Well, I was still a little similar string bang, so I was probably about – I was probably about 220 at the time. And this yeah, was string like a, that's, really? about, that's about as big as I ever got, 220. <laughs> Listen to him. <laughs> yeah, but it was tough times, though, tough times. Yeah, I mean, we used to get hit. Tress didn't care. <clears throat> I mean, my first jersey scrimmage in the shoe, I think I had, like, slightly separated my left shoulder by getting <laughs> yeah. tackled. I'll never forget. I get up. My helmet came off. I, I chucked my helmet at the bench. I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Tackling quarterbacks in practice? Like, I, I never was around in high school. I'm sure you weren't. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just insane. They liked doing that for some reason. But nowadays, you're in trouble if you, oh, if you come well, close to oh, the quarterback, which is how it should be. It should, yes. And exactly. that's one of our favorite things to ask. Like, If you've got these unexperienced quarterbacks, which Ohio State does, the three of them that haven't ever thrown a pass in college, like, hey, would you like to see them live on Saturday for a scrimmage? And in their head, they're thinking, yeah, we would like oh. to see it. And in their hearts, they're like, 
Nah, not it's, doing that. You know what? It, it got to a point because we did that. We came to a point where, especially when Braxton went down our 2014 season, me and JT was so young. I was like, well, we got to see what these guys can do when live bullets. But in the defense, no. Like, okay, I'm not going to blast you. Like, I got a free shot at you, which a couple of guys took <laughs> me out. Guys, some guys, I'm about to say too. a couple of guys took yeah. me out like that. <laughs> but um, it's like, okay, well, I got a good shot. I'm, I'm just, I mean, get after him a little bit, but not like I'm trying to really yeah. hurt my teammate. Yeah. So but there's I, just so know, many little things. I mean, I mean, have you ever done the oh, release the right into a helmet? Hand, you know, yeah, fingers yeah. all of a sudden sideways. I mean, that, that yeah. kind of stuff happens, and yeah. you know, it's it's tough. I, I I think you like them to get those live reps, but you recruited them and offered them a scholarship based on them getting live reps. So they've done it before. Exactly. I mean, I know it's not the exact same. You got bigger guys, this and that, and the other, but there's just no reason to have anybody touching or coming close to the quarterback and I'll die on that hill. I, I hate it when I see that. <laughs> so how do you get ready for getting, I mean, Michigan's not going to. That's fine. I'll up. take a hit. I'm not scared to get hit, but I don't exactly. need to get hit by my own guys when I'm trying to get in practice and I'm releasing a ball and I'm coming down on somebody's helmet or it's, they're, they're coming on my ankle. I had my junior year. I get to start the, my, the first game of that year. Yeah. I, I didn't get to practice last like week and a half, two weeks. Cause I came, my ankle got all rolled up on and you know, and I, yeah. I was, in a boot, Da's boot. It's a different world <laughs> yeah. right now. I, mean, I would have rather got those reps during practice to sure. you know be ready to rock. The NCAA is pretty much prohibited like any real contact during fall <laughs> camp, and not just for quarterbacks, but for everybody. I mean, Ohio State. Ryan Day was talking about it on Monday that he's kind of frustrated with these rules, like they're not allowed to wear hip pads right now, and he's like, "What? What's Tell the point tomorrow? Yeah. Or thigh pads? Like, what's the point of?" I mean, these guys are still out there in shoulder pads and helmets, and they're still getting hit in the leg. That's mm-hmm. weird. That's yeah, weird. It is. I mean, it, we had shells. I mean, we wore dive yeah, pads you always and wore shells. shells. You get in trouble if you oh, yeah, had those because and now the they're not the, allowed. Yeah, the, I mean, well, they're not allowed to do a lot of things. I mean, we came when I came in. We had, I think, but how do you we prepare? Had how do you prepare a football days. team yeah. for for what's coming in three weeks if you can't do that? I think uh, it's a double edged story because I mean, clearly, from Ohio State's not allowed, well, everyone's not allowed. Mm-hmm. It's it's all about adjusting and making changes and and, and being able to. Um, get these teams as close as possible to get ready to play a game by still applying by the rules, applying by the rules. So, I mean, they going through it and they can, you know, complain and cry about it, but guess what? Everyone else in the country is going through it as well. I think that was the point, Nicole, that uh, Coach Day made on on Monday. Like, he doesn't usually come out. He, he didn't want to talk about that way that the practice rules changed, obviously, but he felt strongly enough about it. He's like, well, we didn't really have any say here, and I don't like it because they're still you know, trying to take guys to the ground and practice right now, but they're just you know banging into the thigh. There's no pad deep, there. Oh, my God. Deep thigh bruise. Yeah. So, Contusion. Oh, but, it's one of the worst injuries. Thing, no yeah, one of the worst injuries you can have in, in sports. But you know? clearly he didn't. He doesn't like it. No, yeah. and no, and I, I understand that because if you're going to be out there practicing, it's hard to just kind of – I'm trying to think of the word without cussing. Like, halfway through. It's control chaos. Yes. Control yes. chaos. Yes. But, but Nicole, I, you can use whatever language I, you want. <laughs> this is a fun, casual joint. I, I have to, I mean, obviously, I didn't play football, but yeah. I have to disagree with Justin a little bit on, I feel like mentally it would, it is good for a quarterback to feel getting hit that pressure of he's coming for me getting hit and then once he like feels that in practice then maybe it's not as scary and anxiety ridden <laughs> as during the game yeah. is Nicole, that true you said what you said you didn't play you never played football i didn't <laughs> oh I really didn't. you have me shocked you got, hey i'll try it guys shocked. i'll try it Golly. no no um it's like i said it's hard to really have conversations like like i don't even talk football with, with like my buddies and guys because I get in so in detail. I talk football with Justin because he understands the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. That's what it is. So it's hard to really say why 
we don't think quarterbacks should get hit in practice. Because we're so important. Exactly. I mean, that's what it comes fact. down but, to. But Nicole or, or the average yeah. fan or the average Joe who's watching ball or listening to this, play, no, everyone else is getting hit. Yeah. Hit them. Well, that's <laughs> and, you know, But you don't understand the awkward positions every time that quarterback is in, um, every time he's you know, potentially about to take a hit from being off balance, just seeing the ones that you don't see and mm-hmm. getting rolled up on, mm-hmm. things like that. So the quarterback is usually in the most awkward positions every time you get oh, hit. Oh, absolutely. So, I agree with that. Does it help that. mentally, though, and from anxiety standpoint of getting just the practice of it, of being hit in practice? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, so one thing you can't do. So with basketball or other sports, you can legit, we can go, if we were basketball players, we can legit go to the court and work on something and get better, right? Mm-hmm. In football, especially a quarterback, is a little bit different. I mean, yeah, you can go get your guys and throw routes on air and things like that, but it's no substitution for one thing in sports, and that's getting hit and getting back up. Mm-hmm. That's the part that you can't substitute, and that's why I believe you saw so many injuries um, earlier in the NFL season with no preseason, no offseason, things like that. A guy's a lot of soft tissue injuries. I can train as much as I want to all year round, but there's no simulation for game speed and getting hit and getting off that ground. Oh, I can totally agree with that. Yeah. And I think the other part, if you're Ryan Day and evaluating, which he was never thinking about it, of having them live in a, in a scrimmage on Wednesday or, or Saturday, but you know, if these three guys are that inexperienced, well, take one of them away, then what are you dealing with heading into mm-hmm. September 2nd? Two inexperienced quarterbacks instead of three, uh, so you can understand well, why. And I'll tell you, I mean, Justin Fields – was never touched in the last two years that he was here during practice, right? No, yeah. I don't think anybody was saying, hey, we need to start hitting this guy in practice to make sure <laughs> that he's going to be okay come game day. Right. You know, they just knew he's the leader of most quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, we grew, we grew up being leaders. We grew up being the tough guy. You get hit, you know those guys are getting hit every single play. Exactly. So you don't show, hey, oh, my bad. Get out. You know, hey, don't worry about it. You know, slap him on the helmet, you get on to the next play. You always have that mentality as a quarterback. So it doesn't matter if you're getting hit in practice, you're, you're jumping right back up anyways. Now, you might yell at the guy or at the defensive coach or something in practice. <laughs> but in a game, you know, yeah, you're, just, hey, you're right back up because you don't want anybody on your team or even, on their team to know. To even question We that. got to him, uh, he's feeling it, or, you know, he's hurt, you know, something like that. So. And we had this conversation last year on, on this show yep. when we were talking about the Clemson game and the games before that when Justin got banged up. Yep. And you guys asked me, are you impressed with how tough he is? <laughs> I'm like, whoa. I didn't know that was an option to be tough yeah. at quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah. whoa. It's, it's either you hurt, you're you injured or you're not. Yeah. I can play hurt. You're injured or you're not. Mm-hmm. You're going to play or not. I don't believe in the Paul Pierce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I got to get carted <laughs> off. Oh, what? Did I come I'm back? Carried and, off? Yeah, then I got to yeah. throw a touchdown pass yeah, or yeah. make a great play. Oh, he's so – no, yeah. that's part of your job. Yeah. yeah. You Shake to, it off. When you're ready to go back in, you go back in. Let's and go. You do your job. Yeah, let's go. All right, we can talk more about those quarterbacks later on in the show. We got a lot more to cover as training camp rolls along. There's only five dates. It's small sample size, Nicole. But if we're going with our our weekly roosters, Buckeye leave situation here, what have we seen, heard, read, anything through one week that comes as a surprise about the Buckeyes? Where do we start? After getting the scoop from you with our little chit chat. (laughs) Yes. No, I I was surprised to hear – Mayan Williams getting you know, the first carries. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> likes it over here. I called it here last week, Cardell. Um, you know, for the running back ago. position, just because um, Master Teague is such a leader on and off the you field. But Mayan really has the chance now to be the starter. So I I, I just found that a little surprising. But yeah. at the same time, you know, he still has a long way to go with pads being full pads um, starting tomorrow. I yeah. mean, he still has to fully prove himself. Yeah, we and, and Ohio State knows what Master Teague, we've yeah, talked about him 100%. for the last two years. I mean, we know what the ceiling is there, and I think Ohio State, that's why 
whether that was Mayan Williams or Marcus Crowley or Travion Henderson, they're ready to to see what what else might be out there for them. Yeah, it's going to be a fun rotation. I think you have such a, a great room of guys who can tote the rock, and so they're going to have to figure that out. But you know, like you said, we knew. Uh, what Master could do and what what he's seen. He, he was a big part of that early on in the season last year before uh, Trey started taking over. But uh, mine, he's a, just a little bowling ball, man. He's he's fun to watch. And then these young guys, you know, coming back from injury and then the young guy, uh, Trey, coming in. They're, they're, I don't know how you have enough balls to go around, especially when you have the wideouts and every, you know, the tight ends and everything else. It's, it's going to be just a fun offense to watch. Yeah, it's a potentially a good problem to have. I mean, you're going to have a great rotation of backs and definitely with T being a leader and a veteran guy in that room. And, and maybe that um some of those carries, you know, goes off his shoulders a little bit because you got guys just as capable or just as more capable. But um, we'll see. I'm excited because, you know, we've been talking about the receivers and the guys that came back this year. Clearly, we know the two big names and then, you know, uh, the younger guys behind them. And we talk about the quarterback battle, but let's not forget about these running backs. Yeah, Football anymore is so much more about uh, not more about, but equally about managing workload as it is managing egos. Yeah. And you got to have the right guys that understand. Master Teague needs to probably realize his role is changing, mm-hmm. and it and it's probably not what he expected it was going to be going into his senior year. But it doesn't matter. Like now, right. now it's about the objective is to win ball games. And right. how do you win a championship? Yeah. And and I uh, think that you have guys like Master Teague who are perfect for that role. Um, we saw what Mayan Williams did in limited action against Clemson, and the ability to sort of make a difference in a game that traditionally or in the last couple of years when when Master Teague's been in those big games, he hasn't been able to kind of push that envelope and, and Mayan Williams did in limited time. And, uh, you know, Tony Alford, you said it, it's a good problem yeah, to have, problem but it's still have. a problem to have. I mean, yeah. you still have to find ways to, to balance it and manage it. Uh, it's better than a bad problem, of course, but it's, it's a problem nonetheless. Yeah. Coach, I mean, Coach Alford made a good point and, um, you know, I always see him. We had a pretty good relationship. He's one of the, I think he's the only coach other than Corey Dennison. Uh, Dennis is the Guys that was on staff when I was there. So uh, I still talk to Coach Offer a lot. And, uh, you know, I joke with him about the running backs and stuff like that. And I always say, hey, you know, he had the opportunity to coach Zeke's last year. I say, who you seen anyone, you know, come back that can, you know, touch the performance of Zeke or his ability? And, and some of those names, I'm not going to say it on here, they, they came up. And he said, good thing to have. You always want to have a pair and a spare. Yeah. So uh, a running back, so two and then one, so that's more than capable. And I'll he name, got that in that room. I said, Ber- I said and I will name week. the guy that, that Cardale won't. It's Travion Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> I said it last week. The difference between Travion Henderson and everyone else is easy to see on film. Running back is one of those positions where you can just cut on the film and see something different. Uh, it's not a position that is hard to learn. It's not a position that requires a bunch of football knowledge. It's a simple, instinctive thing that is not simple. And you either have it or you don't. And Trey Henderson has it. And that's why when I talked last week about the last two national championship runs, they were fueled by Maurice Claret and Ezekiel Elliott. And you're talking about next, next level running backs. And I I often feel bad for the younger generation that didn't know what Maurice Claret Mm -hmm. was when he was coming out. Best running back I've been a part of. That that guy was so much different than anybody else on that roster. (laughs) <laughs> and and that's what Trey Henderson has the capability of doing. So now again, it's about ba- balancing egos, ban- managing expectations, and uh, making sure that everyone gets their touches. Nicole, I think th- these guys, all three of them, are just agreeing that you took the. <laughs> she but, took a good one. Like they didn't want to talk. About I wanted. To, else I wanted to talk about guys. something else. Yeah. Thank you. <sighs> Nicole's feeling good enough about uh, it already. Let's. <laughs> what, what's the deal with our, our defensive line now? Yeah, because we have a guy, you know, basically a couple of days into camp, right? Mm-hmm. Done for the season is yeah, what it's for sounding season. like, right? Yeah. Uh, Tyler Friday. Yeah, I think. Uh, it, you have any updates? Do you know anything? It, this was not a out of uh, left field 
situation for Ohio State. Tyler Friday um, had been dealing with some nagging injuries and some uh, throughout last season. I was actually surprised that he played in the national title game. Uh, there was a you know a, a lingering issue that was going on late yeah. last year and uh, you know, limited throughout spring ball. So they, they knew this possibility was coming. What does it mean? I mean, a senior, well, it means yeah, your freshmen have to step yeah, up a lot quicker. A right? Senior who who you know if he had been fully healthy, I really thought Tyler Friday. Uh, could be a key contributor, mm-hmm. really key. Just never happened for him. It's unfortunate. He had all that ability. Thought he could. Uh, Berman and I have talked about this a lot, and Spencer as well. With he could kick down to three tech and do some of the Adolphus Washington or Jamont Jones stuff. That's not going to happen. So what happens? Hey, Jack Sawyer, come on, buddy. Yeah. JT Tui Malau, pick it up real quick. Mm-hmm. It's five practices. He gets those full pads on. You know, it's early for him. We'll see how that happens. But Javante Jean Baptiste, I'm telling you, Jay Z. The guy, they took on a project with him, mm-hmm. and he literally ate it. He said, you know, 270 pounds, whatever he's put on, 60. And since is he was a three-star outside linebacker who Larry Johnson said, I think I can make that yeah, guy I can a defense. Turn him and he looks absolutely like one right now. Okay, so that might be a surprise. You know, fill that spot for now until these younger guys are able to kind of get their feet wet and really have an understanding of what that defense wants to do. Or and you just got to hope Tyreek Smith stays healthy because then, yeah, there's that. what Tyreek Smith did against Clemson last year was as good a single game defensive end performance as I've seen since Joey Bosa in 2015 at Illinois. Like, Chase Young is on the line. He wants you to remember that Wisconsin <laughs> game. I was thinking back like he went yeah, to he, Joey. He, he just skipped he, over yeah. Nick yeah. and Chase. Yeah. Oh hey Chase. Yeah, yeah. he went like, to do that was four. Okay, he had a couple. He, yeah. he had a couple. Good no, games. I got Berm over here. I'm telling him right now. <laughs> Yeah, please, somebody. Yeah. Tell Chase uh, to call me back later. Um, no, I mean, back at that game against Illinois in 2015, Joey was like triple teamed and still getting sacks. And I was like, he's just embarrassing everyone. And what Tyreek Smith did against Clemson last year was dominant, dominant game. So if he can be that guy, it, it changes the entire premise of the defensive line because it opens up for Zach Harrison to, to really do something. And talking about a guy that this is sort of on him to really be the difference maker. The Buckeyes secondary and linebackers are all brand new, and they're going to need that defensive line to get home. This can't be a year where they get close and force you know bombs down the sideline that get caught over cornerbacks. They got to hit. They got to hit home, and they got to get the quarterback. Now, do you think a lot of the talk coming out has you know a lot of it has been very complimentary of Harrison? You know, he really took that leadership role this offseason, but. You think there's any bit of that here? The coaches just saying we need him to become that guy, so they're almost speaking it into existence in a way, putting that pressure on, like a little bit more pressure. Oh, hey, he's been really good in the weight room. You know, he's been doing this, just trying to light that fire, saying we do need that one guy who can put that pressure. I think that that's a realistic tactic that people probably could take. I don't think that's the case with Zach Harrison in this. I've known Zach since his junior high school. The difference in his personality now, the you way that, the it, confidence yeah. that he has, the way that he approaches people, the way that mm-hmm. he uh, speaks to people is totally different and, yeah. and much more like focused and business-like. business-like. Yeah, okay. This is a kid that, that understands that there's an expectation that he came in with, and you sort of get to float by these last two years because of t- – You had other guys who you were, were kind playing, of the- – Right. You were playing opposite you – know, behind Chase. You were playing last year with, with all the yeah, COVID yeah. stuff. It's easy to sort of float – that spotlight is squarely on Zach Harrison. Okay, I just Thank you, you guys get to talk to those guys a lot more. And yeah. you know, you just—I was thinking about that as I was kind of reading through things today. You know, just how everything is just man. He's had this year. He's going to be this leader. You know, it's I great th- to hear. I think it would go uh, against a little bit the way Ryan Day or Larry Johnson coach to to say it and not mean it. Yeah, I know that there's a lot of that that happens with you know motivational tactics or 
coach speak and you don't. I don't want mean to say no, he hasn't no, come I, out. A little I certainly, bit, under, yeah, yeah, I yeah. certainly understand what you're going for, but you know they, they would have no incentive to pump him up needlessly. Yeah, fair uh, enough, in my mind. But you know, we'll see. Uh, he still has to go prove it on September second. Anything, Cardale, that's jumped out at you early in camp? Or, I'm sure you're watching those guys behind center, but we'll talk about that later. Um, not really, because I, I'm not. I, I call it the uh, excuse my French. I call it the t-shirt and panties period. You know, <laughs> everyone look good. Yeah, everyone look good, and they just run around and do it. But when the pads come out and you got some live action, I'm really waiting on the first scrimmage. Not even today with the first. You know, yeah. pad, you're gonna get some good thuds. But I want to see guys in live action when the bullets are flying. Burm? I mean, that's it. I mean, it's it's obviously the most talented roster in the Big Ten, but. Talent doesn't really matter uh, until you actually get out Talent there. Talent doesn't until matter. Until you get out so there. Until you get out recruiting there guru over the here. The plan doesn't uh, matter. Uh, until you get out there. I want that now. printed on a graphic until, right now. Talent does. <laughs> until, you get out Five there, stars until you get out there and execute the plan, it doesn't matter. You know, you have to go out and put it all together. Yeah. And, and this is a, a new team. I mean, there's obviously – they're loaded at running back position. Very veteran and experienced on the offensive line and wide receiver. Tight end. But it all comes down to the quarterback. Somebody has to step up and take the team over and make sure the team knows who that that's my team. And, yeah. and until that happens, until it's like a entrenched, I think that there's going to be questions. And no matter, even when it does happen, mm-hmm. that there's first still- game, that first game on the road at Minnesota, that is not a traditional not season opener. That's mm-hmm. not. No, no, no. That's, that's not. That's a challenge, man. This is going to be one quarterback who's coming in throwing his first career pass. Yep. Period. And and that. That, that versus first, ten uh, versus ten returning starters, right? I mean, th- those yep. first two games are going to go a long way towards telling what this season is. But this week is actually the one that has to happen for one of these quarterbacks. Somebody has to take that job. Yeah, Nicole, can you work on getting us some new signs to put in front of Berm at Letterman Live that say? Talent doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we, should hang, we should just hang yeah. one up. Yeah. I guess. Why do they yeah. even put four and five stars on these guys? I don't. You guys, but in can the we talk about Iowa? Oh no! Oh, Nicole agrees. Don't go down there. Don't go down there. Can that we that talk road. about Purdue in 2018? Uh, Iowa in 2017? Talent doesn't matter if you don't. Uh, execute the one the plan. kid they had on that team that was talented ran all over us. If you don't, if more, more. He was the one kid with talent. He went all over us. They executed. If you sit in Bobby's seat, they executed the plan. Executed I, I get yeah, it. I get it. But I. She's okay, a leader so of people. Is, she understands what I'm saying. Let her talk. There is. <laughs> talent I, doesn't matter. I don't want to say I see both sides because I the talent, it depends on what position you're in. But I do agree that talent doesn't matter. It's a team sport. So if you are just focused on yourself and your own talent, then we aren't going to do well. You have to be able to work together. And and just like Coach Day said today in the press conference, each guy shines in their own area, you know, and then they just have to come together as a team to make it all work. Look how mad he is. I'm agreeing with Nicole in a way of like each guy's got their own role in bringing it all together. That's why, honestly, guys, the first three <laughs> weeks, the first really two weeks, I mean, Minnesota and Oregon, I'm more worried about Minnesota just because of the amount of starters they got returning mm-hmm. and how old this team is. This team is going to be this year, Minnesota. Is, I think. I mean, it's a little off topic. I think they're going to shock the Big Ten. Well, they because, did a couple of years ago, yeah. Right, because, and then last year they kind of this yeah, Minnesota. But. Yeah, I think they're going to be the Gonzaga of your traditional Gonzaga that got you know fourth and fifth year seniors. seniors right? Exactly, they got fourth and fifth year yeah. seniors. That's not going to beat themselves. You know, you got to really yeah. They got to count go. on PJ Fleck to beat them. <laughs> yeah, not too. But He's you got to really, you going to really, yeah, you're going to really have to go out there and not just put your talent, but execute the plan to beat this team. Right. These are these are teams that they're getting ready for that 
know what Ohio State is, and they're not going to be in a position where, as Cardell said, they're not going to beat themselves. So the Buckeyes need to be ready to go. Mm-hmm. And you're not just going to roll out the football on, no. on September 2nd at Minnesota at night and and out talent them to death. I mean, they're going to be a, they're going to be ready. And so the Buckeyes have obviously more talent than everybody in the Big Ten. But I mean, Brian Day talked about it on Monday. He said, you know, we've had those slip ups. We've had those games where you just weren't ready. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have your guys ready to go, uh, you can lose. And I think that's why it always the quarterback's the most important position in sports. And and that's why to me that's the one thing that needs to be shored up. To that's that. why you don't hit them in practice, Nicole. Well, <laughs> and, no, you know, and guys, back to that point. I think I was talking. I was referring more to the younger players that yeah. haven't been out there a hundred percent. Because when you brought up Justin Fields, I was like, oh my gosh, no. Because yeah, yeah you're taking a risk that. I mean, anything could happen. Mm. I got nervous when I heard they went and played paintball. I was like, someone could get hurt. You know, <laughs> That's like, the mom and you coming out. Yeah. Cardale, you know, do you have any but, paintball stories or not? No, I wasn't not sure. Not for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, just because I feel like they're going to be nervous if they don't know what that feels like to be hit out there well, during a game. But you're right. You can't really practice it. I, I agree with you, but a lot of that Thursday night game is going to be yes, handoff right. Mm-hmm. You know, hand yeah. off left, let but, these horses in the but, back, play but action, traditionally, and we're going up over top. I, I, I agree, but traditionally, speaking over the last, I don't know, actually, I don't even remember the last time Ohio State played Minnesota other than when I was in school. And 2014, that was the last time they were there at Minnesota. Yeah, yeah 2014, one, wasn't it? Exactly. Probably the coldest game I've ever been Probably the only Visible. game I ever prayed not to get into, just actually. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that was ever just not the to get worst. Yeah. Just no. let so, JT handle that one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah got you got it, JT, but not too much, though. Not <laughs> the, too much. The yeah. slowest 90-yard run in the history. Oh, my yes, God. Jesus. Right. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, but traditionally speaking, on the times we played Minnesota, and we had extremely talented teams and executing plans. We only It was a one-score game one both score times. Game. Both times. You know, the 2014 and 2015, the last game I played in in college was Minnesota at home, uh, still one score game. So, good program, good team. Well, I think it's important to. That's a prime example. Sorry, Nicole. No, you're fine. That's a prime example of a team that wasn't thinking about football. You're got you're against Minnesota that week. Like you guys had all this other stuff swirling, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, you know I what I'm talking. I don't about. think <laughs> you know what I'm talking. I don't about. think that's a conversation for today. But you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but it, it's the point. It's it's the <laughs> point though. Like, it's the point. You guys. I wish I knew what we were talking. If, if, <laughs> off air, I'll get it. If you're yeah, not focused on the main thing, the main thing can get sort of forgotten. Well, just trying so hard. Thursday to night de- at Minnesota. Town, doesn't matter <laughs> Thursday night will be the first thing on their yeah, mind. Exactly. How yeah. good was Chase Young, though? <laughs> Apparently, you forgot. <laughs> not all as good about as Nick, <laughs> right? <laughs> or not as good as Joey. We <laughs> forgot about Nick in the middle there too. <laughs> this has been an interesting <laughs> first, <laughs> half, first half. Of those bosses, those bosses were good. Uh, they, <laughs> they were. Who was your favorite poster? I, clearly, I gotta say, Joey, I played with him, and you know, everyone always saying Nick is better and stuff like that. But I gotta go. They're with different. Joey. How can anyone say one's better? It's just different. They're different they're, players. They're both freaks. They're both freaks. Yeah, <laughs> That's no all doubt. Nicole, uh, right there where twelve is sitting on Sunday. They're both twelve. They both were twelve. They're He's my, the more popular twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never. Well, known my pitcher's not that, up. In, so. My pitcher's not up in rooster stuff. So. Hey, <laughs> it will be Cardale. Hey, so don't you worry. So, right there, there there's a spot right there. They're gonna take me down and put you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'd never do that. I, you know, I could never do that. Uh, I would never. Jay Z won't be allowed to be on the show for another year. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, media's yeah, not allowed I'm, to talk I'm to him I'm anymore. I'm not allowed to do any more media. Um, Are we ready? <laughs> I, mean, I, I was born ready. What are right we there, where Cardale Jones is sitting. Yes. There, Munford was there 24 hours ago celebrating. He was in the Letterman Lounge. Uh-huh. His graduation. How, how cool is that for a Richard? huge like thank you to him? It was just so sweet. Um, for that for him to just 
celebrate that here. You know, such a big accomplishment. And I know that he promised his family he would get his degree. And it's awesome. I'm so happy for all the guys that graduated. No better place than right here. That's right. They probably Is Coach Moore down here from uh, get, old Maslin. I'm uh, sure they, he was. Everybody was down sure here. The fam was here. Yeah, that's great. Uh, a really cool accomplishment for a guy that uh, was ruled out a long time ago. Is not not ever going to make it to Ohio State. Not going to get a college degree uh, to come back for one more year to do it. And uh, I know that was a really cool. Yeah, what a journey from Cincinnati up to yeah. Northeast Ohio down to here to graduating. That's that's great. Yeah, a lot more to come, and and we'll hopefully have uh, Thayer in here a little bit during the season. He just wants to hang out in the Letterman Lounge, and I can't blame him. Uh, so that's coming. Anything else, Nicole, that's going on at Roosters this Appetizer month? Appetizer Tuesday. Mm. What? Fried mushrooms. Fried mushrooms. Daisy's favorite. Mom, they're coming home. Uh, <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Mushrooms. Uh, I know, right? It's not no. Cardell's favorite. Uh, Either mushrooms. like them or you don't. Yep. yep. But those will be available tomorrow, Tuesday, Appetizer Tuesday, $2 for a basket. We've got several, as long as Jay-Z leaves some for everybody else, but he doesn't hit, take home. For the folks. Uh, we're going to let Nicole get out of here. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back here on Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back into the Letterman Lounge. We are rolling along. We've got these two quarterbacks over here. One week into it, Ryan Day says he wants to name a starter. Could do it by the end of the week. Got a couple, I think, key key days in mind. A scrimmage maybe Wednesday, another on Saturday. Uh, and he's also obviously got spring. So at this point, you're working with about 20 days. Spring, summer. Think, think we know where this is heading. How important would it be, Cardale, for you? having been through some of these quarterback battles to get this resolved uh, neatly and in a hurry? Um, <clears throat> I think in a, in a hurry is the key thing because, but you don't want to rush it. You know, you have two great scrimmages and you reevaluate Sunday and then Monday you, you, you go with a guy because now instead of keep splitting up reps, dividing reps and trying to get three guys, first team reps try to be equal guys, now we got to focus on this one guy and get him as much reps as possible and get him as close as the game ready is going to be for September 2nd. I bet it's got to be, like, refreshing for you to hear that based on uh, I mean, going I, all the way up to kickoff against Virginia Tech. Yeah, I think it would be more, uh, I want to say refreshing, but, um, yeah. Well, it's refreshing for one person. <laughs> yeah, That's who yeah. it's refreshing okay. for. Yeah, for yeah. <laughs> whoever gets that name and gets that yeah. nod. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That sounds fair. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, I didn't go all the way up to to game time like Cardell had to, but uh, no, 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 not just game time, kickoff. Well, kickoff. kickoff. Yeah, so even worse. Well, actually, no, not just kickoff. The offense. Like, was everybody was on, on the, the thing. Well, I, I've done that before. <laughs> that was just in, in the second game of the year <laughs> that I did a bunch of that, just yeah. walking up to the huddle. Who's in? <laughs> okay, great. I do. Uh, but I'll never forget my sophomore year. We, you know, it was the battle between Troy and I. Yeah. And it's it just sucked, you know, because. You know it's going to happen, but you wish they would have come out and got it done early, mm-hmm. and just so that way somebody was able to practice. I don't. I remember they used to let us leave Friday afternoon, go home to a your home, you know, high school football team game. Mm-hmm. You know, the week before we started, <clears throat> I left camp, no idea. 
I get to the game and all of a sudden over the loudspeaker at the game they announced I was there or something and you know I, that I was named starting quarterback. So I'm at I'm in Maslin at a high school game <laughs> when I find out that, that I was named you know the starter going into the season. Well, so, Trust just wanted you to have a special yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, sure that's yeah, what he wanted. Yeah, yeah no, no doubt. But I mean, so so we had to wait you know all three weeks of camp or whatever it was at the time. Um, but what I've much rather went through a couple you know scrimmages. And then, boom, you have a week and a half yeah. before the season starts where you are the guy. You're getting all the reps. You're not looking over your shoulder. You're not, you know, because as much as you say you don't do that stuff, you do. Exactly. You know, I mean, exactly. you're watching film and you're trying to make this play or that play. And, you know, so knowing you're the guy and just knowing, every, having everybody else know it as well helps with your confidence. Just helps, it helps with your all around game. Man, I, oh, my God. It's crazy. And, I, and, and in ways, I kind of forgot that you and Troy went through no, that, no, no. you know. And, it was uh, a long time ago. So yeah, yes, I can understand why you would forget. No, I can't believe no. I remember. It. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's crazy. But uh, and that's where the turn from me and, and you know one of our coaches' relationship took a turn for the worse because you know I expressed that, mm. like, come on, man, like you know before the season, yeah. you you told me because you didn't think I'd be in this position that we're going to name a starter mm. and we're going to go with that guy because we want him to feel comfortable that we're going to win or lose with this guy. Mm-hmm. Then we get into this point where you probably didn't expect. It's still to be a tight battle. And now you say you didn't want a quarterback battle, but you got that all through these first five, six games, and both of us looking like dog crap. Yeah. Because I go three and out, he's oh, warming yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He go three and out, you got me warming up. So he's jogging off the field, see, and I'm getting ready to warm up, talking to the head duck with my helmet on. He's oh. yeah. well, I'm just like, oh, what did I do now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you it know. messes with you. And as exactly. You and when I it. yeah, I expressed that to your coach, I'm like, I don't have the confidence of not just I got my confidence, but I don't have the confidence of my staff. Yeah. And neither neither of you guys, I mean, we could tell. You yeah. lived through it. Neither of you two were playing to your potential, and you had just sit there and go wonder, like, why? Yeah. Like you don't and and I guess the way that Ryan Day is talking about this and handling it is he's been a lot more open, especially as someone who covered 2015 and didn't participate in it, mm-hmm. or we didn't know what was going on or how the reps and the rotation or any of that was playing out, really. That was one of the most closed uh, training camps that, you, that Ohio State had in a long time with all the interest around that team. But you know, we're still not seeing every rep that Ohio State takes in practice, but he's Ryan Day is saying, I would like – a first-time starter to get two or three weeks or as many reps as possible yeah. working with the offense and then building from there because the other part of this is you and JT were not the same quarterback, and that's true for Jack Miller, Kyle McCord, and Cedar Exactly. Stout. It can't be – these three guys can't be – I mean, they all are capable enough They're to, not to get there. Sure. As, no. Exactly. The offense exactly. runs different. It will be di- – yeah, the offense will be different. And same with, you know, when me and JT was in at times, I'm like, it'll be different. And I remember when I – Finally got benched, you know, after the Penn State game. And he told me, hey, we're going to go with JT as a starter. And I said, this is the most relief and confident I've been all season. Now that I know my role. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. I think it's Let's so go. fascinating <laughs> because the, the difference is you and, you and uh, you know, JT were in similar parts of your career. You and Troy came in in the same class. This is three freshman quarterbacks. Yeah. It's yeah. not It's not like Justin Fields. And Le- there was nobody in his stratosphere, right? I mean, it didn't matter. Justin Fields could have thrown six interceptions against Indiana last yeah, year. They weren't going to pull him. He was still going to be the starter of the next game. This is a totally different thing, and that's why I think it's so important for Ryan Day to get that this week because sure. if the starter comes out and struggles against Minnesota or Oregon, the idea from Buckeyes fans and people in the stands are going to be like, okay, time to see what the next guy can do. And yeah. that, that is uh, it's a real, real potential pitfall well, the, for this Well, the backup is always you know the favorite you know, quarterback in town just because – 
bands like to do that. What is this pile on? No, you know what? You're right. You're actually right. I'm, so I'm taking mine out of it. Cardell was probably more popular. <laughs> I just uh, was bearable for what but I, 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 but I, I think I think it's great that Retro Ryan's Pets. coming out and just saying, This is what we want to do, this is you know, this is where we're gonna go. And there's not any of this, you know, you're on the field on the first game. You see your buddy warming up, like, "Whoa, am I, I coming out here?" Because right, I mean, yeah. he's naming a starter now, and he's yeah. going to say, "This is going to be our guy," unless it just drastically goes bad. And he's dropping fumble, you know, dropping snaps every time he tries to take one, or this or that. He's yeah. going to play that first game. You know, we went into games not knowing. I, I was going to get yeah. maybe two series, and then I'm going to be out for maybe until the second half. You know, <laughs> it's, yeah. it, so it's better that he's laying this out there now, saying, "This is what we want to do. This is we want to see these schedule or uh, scrimmages." We want to make a starter. He's going to have the full confidence of the team, of the coaching staff, for another week or two of camp going into that first first game. Yeah, and I, and I think also, man, Ohio State have an unbelievable team when it comes to protecting their quarterbacks. They got four running yeah. backs that are more than capable enough to handle, you know, the, the yeah, load. You don't have a whole offensive have, line who's all freshmen or exactly. receivers. You have a ton of vets. Exactly. You got around. guys that are around that's going to protect you. And I think that's why, you know, thinking of the situation when I walked in, I mean, I had guys that were proven guys, all Americans all around me. I'm just yeah. like, nice. just don't, don't mess it up. Don't, yeah. don't look it up. You know, don't <laughs> screw it up too bad. Uh, is you there know? a quarterback version of the Yips? You know, like, you know, when uh, you're the putting, twisties. Like, that's, no, they have I different. know, I'm kidding. Like, is there a moment like for quarterbacks when you like you can't handle a snap and all of a sudden you forget and every time you get the ball you drop it or like is there something like you well, know I had a thing the that center I, can be tough because <laughs> every center is a little bit different yes yes but I had a thing every I, I fumble the snap every game every game I fumble the snap shotgun just snap boom whoa where'd I go <laughs> <laughs> who who's that and go? the quarterback's <laughs> supposed to have the best hands <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah or you know I think about trying to throw the ball in that championship game and it oh, just lands ball. on the ground I'm mm-hmm. like okay we gotta get that so that yeah game was, that, that game was so. kind of crazy I mean, four, look, look, four look turnovers and win by twenty. Yes, and I they were that totally, game was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and they were all totally bizarre turnovers. Oh too. my god! Like, yeah, like the fall out of the hands. The yeah, drop the pass. Oh, the guy just take it out of his hand. Well, I dropped it. I'm about to run two steps, and the guy ended up with it, or the handoff, or you know. Yeah, you had a couple games that were just wild. I mean, yeah, everything right. in the Wisconsin, every game, just everything went for us. Exactly. You know? it's exactly. Just like Fifty nine, nothing. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, that's that's but, that's funny. The ball bounces weird ways sometimes, right? Yeah. Jay Z, when you talk about the popularity of the backup quarterback i think that will be the most interesting part about this for i don't know anybody who covers the team fans of the team because there's not just one of them now because people are going to be going crazy about the arrival of quinn ewers in the next week or so i don't know the exact date berm i don't know if you've got a a, i i'm different i'm thinking next monday is probably when he's with the team now whether or not he's going to be practicing i doubt maybe not till next wednesday yeah because what we talked about last week is still true, that you have, he has to finish that English course. He has to be accepted in Ohio State. Then he's got to get all that paperwork signed, and then he's going to have to go through the acclimation period where he's going to be behind of those days without pads, the limits to what he can do. So this is not a month of Quinn Ewers to really actually be in training camp, but he's still going to be here, and people know who he is as the number one recruit in the country and going through name, image, and likeness and all this other stuff. C.J. Stroud is most likely going to win this job, but – People know what Kyle McCord can do, and Jack Moore's been around. So everyone's going to have one of those three. That are, I, well, we got to see this. I, I just I wonder how people, even the quarterbacks themselves, will handle it if there is a point, uh, a point, a moment against Minnesota or, or Oregon where C.J. Stroud doesn't look like the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, I mean that, that can be tough. I, I think the fact that 
Coach Day is going to come out and make that decision if that is what the decision is yeah. early. Mm-hmm. Puts a lot of people at ease. You know, it's different than if we got up to the game and he's like, oh, gosh, I don't know. These guys are all so close. Mm-hmm. And then, all right, we're going to go with CJ. Then if he has a bad few series, people might be like, hey, it was a tough call. Maybe we should let someone, you know, but if he's, if he's calling it, you know, two weeks before camp's out, that means that at least to the fans, hey, Ryan Day is seeing something in this kid to go and say he's our starter. Now, that doesn't mean the other two aren't good, but he's done something to set himself apart from those other guys. And so I think by naming him early, it gives the fan base a little more like a, we got our guy. You know, and that's who our that's who our coach wants, and that's who it's going to be. Agree, and then I think where you create the the um, the you know the divide of uh, fans and, and you know the players and the team, and when you keep coming out and keep saying it's close, it's close, it's close, it's close, but we he won it. Mm-hmm. Then, like you said, which like, gives him hope two that three, maybe the other yeah. guys may be better. He's, exactly, he's you're gonna yeah, two or three drives, and he's not looking as good. And two or three drives, and you know, versus you know, with the, being a quarterback of Ohio State, y'all ain't got 21 points, something wrong, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. So you, you're gonna put the 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 pressure on yourself, you know, because now they're like, well, it was so close. Well, let's see how this other guy. He got to be doing better. He just name a starter. That's our starter. That's who we going with. I think that's why these next couple of weeks are gonna be really interesting. And again, I I know I always end up being on like team McCord here. That's not the intention, but I think when Quinn Ewers arrives and if CJ Stroud is named a starter at the end of this week, which I think a lot of people think will be possible, I think it really actually helps Kyle McCord over these next few weeks because he can just go about his business yeah. and operate in complete silence, keep working towards yeah. being the backup quarterback. Exactly. And, and exactly. have no attention on him other than from the coaches themselves and doing what he does. And as a true freshman, um, you know, who's obviously pushing right now to be in that conversation as a starter, I think it actually is a benefit to him because there will be so much focus on Quinn Ewers yeah. that he can just go about his business. Yeah. And now I, you know your role. Now you can, you know. And you're going to be practicing with off. the same unit, exactly. you know, which is huge. You know, we just exactly. talk about centers being different. I mean, yep. you're going to be with the same, you know, more than likely. I mean, if he's in that second, third group. You know, you're going to have the same guys. You're going to be thrown to the same receivers. You know, you're not going to be going back and forth trying to get in with these all these, you know, all American offensive linemen. And you know, it's just it's a different feel when you know your guys. You have your group, and you can talk to them, and you can talk about what they need to get better at. And it it will definitely help him just kind of you know sit back, do his own thing, and kind of watch and learn from CJ as well. But continue to get better. I'm going to throw out a wild theory for Berm Uh-oh. about all this Quinn Ewers. Whew. He's extremely talented. Yes, but his talent. Doesn't matter as it relates to the twenty twenty one. No, State no, it doesn't. Yeah. Correct, it, because his talent this season does not matter. He simply doesn't have the so time. And you, and you two both both know this. Like, he's going to show up on Monday. Let's say if that's the day, he's going to have to learn where to go to practice before he even knows what a formation is or what the routes are like or how do I or how there? to read a defensive. Co- like, Can someone pick me up? There are so many Please. things that he has to learn. And he can't do it <clears throat> in two weeks, especially if that's the same day that and, Ryan Day's. And also, here it is. He will not be able to change his body that fast. Right. Uh, don't get me wrong. He's a good looking dude. Clearly got all the talent in the world. One day he'll be a great player here. But I don't think it's happening no time this season. That's the point I've because made over, of, over. Physically, he is not yeah. ready. One, to one play hit. In yes, one hit would, would be. Look, really at Ka- look at Kyle him. McCord. And, and I'm going to put these, since now they're in the same recruiting class, I'm going to just stack them side by side. If you look physically at Kyle McCord with a nine-month advantage from having Mick Marotti working with him for nine yes. months, it is a huge advantage. And yeah. I, even JT Tuomaloa, the number one ranked you know player in the country or in a lot of people's minds, the freak five-star defensive end, 
Go on Instagram, on Jack Sawyer's Instagram, if you're out there and you have oh. social medias, and look at the photo of Jack Sawyer standing with JT Tumaloao from over the weekend, and you see the difference between two five-star defensive ends, one of them who's had nine months with Mick Marotti, and one who hasn't. And yeah. it is night and day. Yeah, the training, the training that Quinn is going to get this season, it's not the training you're going to get in the offseason. It's not going to be that. Uh, it's tough. I, I think that's the other part, and you can speak to this, Cardale, that you know, I used to hear Urban Meyer talk about this from Tom Herman, that once you got through August, where these first couple weeks are competition, base installation, you know, some individual work, but once you're done with training camp, every single week becomes about, okay, this is Minnesota week. It's yeah. not personal skills development time. Exactly. This is Oregon time. Exactly. So that, and that he's not going to get any of this stuff that you get in a, a spring or even the first couple weeks of camp. Exactly. And the personal skills and the things that he's going to need to develop is going to take more than just uh, 10 or 15 or 20 minutes you may have after practice before you need to grab a shower, before you need to hurry up and get to your tutor or your study table or, or class. Yeah. You know, that's not going to be uh, as, you know, significant than a nine-month program, all-season program that, you know, he's going to endure, you know, come after they win a national title this year. Oh, oh Quinn, it down. Quinn going straight to the bold prediction. Yeah, bold prediction. Quinn's ability as a natural passer is, like I was talking about with Trayvon Henderson, it is a different thing as opposed to the other guys in that building. And I'm just, you know, I don't want anyone to think I'm just blowing smoke here. His ability is different. And the, what what we've heard about Quinn from people who know him is that, his ability to take lessons and apply them is better than most quarterbacks. And that's what makes quarterbacks great, obviously, mm-hmm. is the ability to go from the, the whiteboard to the football field and make sure that you're applying what you're learning. But you still don't have enough time based on what you guys are just talking about. There's still not enough time now that you're actually focused on installation, about game plans, about stuff like that. This isn't just about how do you get better as a quarterback. This is about how do you lead a football team. Sounds complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that you. He's already he's already got out. a playbook. He probably already knows half the half the plays. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, that's, like I said, that's I don't probably think the easy that, part. Yeah, for what I, he's I, about I to come think, into. Right, I think that would be their goal is get him athlete to the playbook and things like that. But physically, I mean, yeah, he's got. I mean, he would typically be coming in a year older, right? So I mean, his yeah. body's he's going to be a little bit more mature. He's going to be a little bit bigger, maybe. You know, coming in <clears throat> after his senior season. You know, we I I came in that summer after my senior year. You did the same, same, right? Yep. So I mean, that's a whole another year that he would have to grow mature as a as an eighteen year old kid. Yeah. Or whatever. I guarantee it is. you, if we talked about quarterbacks getting hit and, shit and stuff like that. They, if he's they, able to whatever you need to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, if he's able to uh, <laughs> play in scrimmages like that, he would not be allowed to get hit. Yeah. I mean, because like I said, it would. He's not ready for it. It hurt, hurt. It hurt, hurt. He's supposed to be getting ready for a high school game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not about it. So. Yeah, no, no, no. Did uh, you did you get a chance to meet Quinn when he was here at all in June? Were you around? Uh, through a FaceTime call. Yeah, yeah. I, I caught him through a face call, FaceTime call, but like you know, five minutes or something. He like didn't that. pick. He didn't pick my FaceTime call up. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, well, he FaceTime because he was out with players that I knew. Like, oh, it is this Quinn? Look at him. I mean, they the, the guys are excited about him. I tell you that. Right now. <clears throat> They're excited about him. And you know. C.J. Stroud was also named dropping Cardell Jones last week about Ooh. some advice on uh, name, image, and likeness. My boy was dropping name. Oh, really? He's he's, wow. layering, he's airing it out there. You're the guy to go to if you need You're some You're the info. guy to go the to. The guy with a million Twitter, Twitter what? followers. Oh, uh, man. man. Speak, oh, man. You got to stay tuned because they I'm keep, in the works of doing something. I'm going to so. you know, start calling you. Oh, man. Uh, come on. It works. Oh, All right, well, man. bring CJ with you out here to Roosters for <laughs> letting him live there it is. Uh, in the coming weeks. That, that quarterback fraternity. Uh, we know how deep that is, that brotherhood there for the Buckeyes. Great to have these two with us, as always, out here, Cardale Jones and Justin Zwick. Appreciate Nicole Cox for having us back in the Letterman Live. Letterman Lounge for Letterman Live. 
I'm getting throwing us off the rails myself. Talent. That's Berm. Talent. Just don't let Berm. <laughs> don't let Berm steal the signs. His talent make sure matter. we hide him right after the show. Yeah. No. Well, if you don't have talent, then it definitely doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I am just Austin Ward. We will see you again next week for Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun casual joint. Come check them out tomorrow. Uh, appetizer Tuesday, fried mushrooms. We will see you then.